You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Here he is from Brave Vet, Old Connor, and uh, TV3 and the Daily Telegraph and uh, the local papers and his website, PeteTheVet.com. It is Pete Weatherburn, our vet. You're very welcome, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Good morning to you. Um, now, you're back talking to us about Spay Week again. It comes around very quickly, actually. Yes, I yeah, no, Declan. I think this is the, the, the 13th Spay Week. Um, in the year, in this uh, month, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's once a year, and it's the last. It's, it's the last week of May every year. The, you know, Declan. As you get older, the older you get, the faster the years go by. That's, that's what's happening. What it is. That's what's yeah. happening to you. It's yeah. going to be the thirteenth one you're in yeah. on. Is it? It is, but it's an important issue still. Still, um, we've actually changed the name from Spay Week to Spay Aware Week, and the reason for that is that. Spay week was a one-off week we used to have at the end of May every year. And the thing was, once that week was over, then people stopped talking about spaying and neutering. And over the, over the time, we've begun to realise that it's really important for people to be reminded of the importance of spaying and neutering all year round. So now we produce posters and information sheets and a website and a Facebook page that's all year round. It's not just May, it's all year round. Um, but we still use the last week in May as an excuse, really, to talk about it in the media and to have it in the newspapers, as it is indeed today on page nine of the Irish Indoor. Um, we had a photo shoot yesterday, and Claire Byrne, the broadcaster, ex-East Coast, I believe. That's right. Um, Claire um, came out, and she, she comes. She, she's our patron. She comes out every year and has a photograph It's just not ironic, no? Uh, why would it be ironic now, Declan? <laughs> <laughs> well... Claire, you know, Claire had uh, the baby and congratulations to her and all that. And no sooner was she sort of back in work after maternity leave that she was pregnant again, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah, she's yeah. the patron of what? Yes, you said to, she said herself, it's ironic, this is the second year did in a row. Did she say that? Yeah. She did, yeah. It's the second year in a row that, that Claire's been pregnant. Well, we wish her all the very best week. with the second pregnancy <laughs> and all the, the good stuff in her relationship and all. So we're delighted about that, but it's just little bit side funny but she's, let's park that one anyway. she's 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 well aware of the importance of spaying and neutering dogs and cats and um, we really value her her help because she's she's a great advocate for our cause and she has her own dog spayed i should hasten to add right so that's important okay you know? um, en enough of, of all that we wish her all the very best and she's a good a worthy uh, patron anyway to mm. to the message going out so uh, how bad is the, the situation now surely with all this awareness over 13 years that people in Ireland are better uh, regards managing um, you know off, offspring and all that yeah mm. well it, it's, it's still bad it's improved a lot and I have to say that like when we started this there were over 20,000 dogs that we put down every year just because they were unwanted there were so many extra dogs now the number is down to less than 4,000 so from over 20,000 to less than 4,000 that's a big improvement but you have to remember that for um, for a country of this size and population um, it should be much less than that still. If you take Scotland for example they euthanize something like 600 dogs a year and we're at 3,000 so we're still much much worse than they are and what that means is that there are dogs being put down that really don't need to be put down. There's no doubt that there are some animals that um, they, 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 unfortunately they just can't be kept alive. Maybe they're sick, maybe they're very elderly or maybe they have behavioural problems that are 
so severe that they're dangerous. So there's a small number of dogs, unfortunately, where euthanasia is judged to be the best outcome for them because they just can't, you know, staying alive does, you know, there's more hassle involved, discomfort, distress, and all that sort of stuff for them. So euthanasia is the best option for them. But there's only a small number. It should be something like two a day nationwide. And at the moment, it's like 10 animals a day are put down just because they're not wanted. 10 animals. And that's way too many. So we also know that around 50% of puppies that are born are accidents. People don't mean to breed from their bitches. They just, you know, um, I don't know, she comes in season, she gets out, she's mated. Before they know it, she's pregnant. And next thing, there's a bunch of ten puppies there. And that's the real issue. It's those unwanted, unplanned pregnancies in dogs and in cats. And that's, that's, that's what this is all about. So um, how soon? Uh, what should, age? Well, thoughts have changed on this a bit. And uh, nowadays... I think for nearly everybody, the right choice is to get cats spayed between four and six months of age and to get um, dogs spayed when they're around six months of age. That rule applies probably to 90% of the dogs out there. Now, it is a bit more complicated if you sort of scratch the surface because what they discovered is that although spaying bitches... Um, prevents the most common cancer, which is mammary tumours. Mammary tumours are so common that if you don't spare a bitch, 7 out of 10 bitches, as they mature, will get mammary cancer. That's a very high percentage. If you spay them before their first season, that instance goes down to less than a half a percent. So it has a huge impact on the instance of mammary cancer, which is a common cancer. So that's really, really important and useful. But what we also know is that if you've got a giant breed of dog, like a St. Bernard or a Great Dane, um, if you spay them when they're young, you can actually cause an increase in the incidence of a, of a particular type of bone cancer. Now, it's still a rare type of bone cancer, so, you know, arguably this you know you prevent mammary cancer which is great and maybe there's a tiny increase in the risk of bone cancer because bone cancer is rare anyway maybe it's not so significant but taking that into account what we'd be saying nowadays is if you have a giant breed of dog you probably are better to wait until the bitch is skeletally mature before spaying her so that might be 18 months of age or something like that but the overriding message i think is that you should talk to your vet about it what's so, the cost well it depends on depends on the animal so if, if, if it's a surgical operation so if you're spaying a little terrier type creature who's six months of age who's very lean then it's a relatively um simple short operation if you've got a mature st bernard um you know you can imagine just lifting her onto the table and 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 making the incision it's like a much much bigger job than doing a little terrier so it costs quite a lot more money as a result so the cost would vary between i don't know 150 euro to 300 euro that's a but lot of money when you consider water tax and uh it's but people should tax and people things. should budget for that when they get a pet a pet isn't a free you know a pet isn't something you can just get and have for free you've got to pay to feed a dog if you've got a st bernard it might cost you two euros a day to feed them so that's 700 euros a year so like there is undeniable com completely predictable costs when it comes to owning a pet and having them spayed or neutered should be part of those predictable costs. So when you get an animal you should be thinking ahead, well how am I going to afford to get them spayed or neutered when the time comes along? But okay. you should do it because for the, for the pet's sake you should do it but also for the sake of the if you like the national dog population to stop dogs being put down you should do it. Alright, Peter Weatherburn the best. thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And to hear this broadcast again you can uh, log on and uh, have a, a listen in to petervet.com that is Pete's website.